So today I want to talk about a word that has been on my mind for quite some time. I hear it all the time, actually. It's being used widely in public space, especially in the political arena. And I want to take a closer look at it. And that word is loser. What do we mean by that? I think if loser is a word that refers to how sometimes in life we win, but sometimes we lose. It is impossible for us to win every game, every competition, or be successful in every single thing we do in life. If that's what it means, why is it that the word has become so negative, so derogatory? Why is it being used as an insult? And more importantly, how come the word is, is used today as if it were an identity? So rather than losing a game, losing a competition, you know, it's something, a phase that you go through, a moment in your life, the way it's being used, it sounds as if that person is a loser, that, that's, that name will stick to that person forever. You know, it is what that person is now and forever, once and for all. So that kind of fatalistic, belittling approach you know, saying these are the losers and these are the successful people we, we need to look up to, but these are the losers we should not engage with. That kind of dualistic approach, when did it become so dominant in our public spaces? When did it become so dominant in our po uh, political spaces? Uh, I think we need to question that. And of course, we have seen politicians, top-level politicians. Uh, we have seen an American president in the, um, in the voice of Trump talking about losers, saying uh, even uh, American soldiers who had lost their lives during wars were losers or suckers. You know, using such a terminology, of course, um, deepened this derogatory aspect of the term loser. I'm also aware of that. But basically my point is, I think we need to stop using the term in this way. Uh, it is incredibly harmful. It is also unrealistic. It is a lie because at the end of the day, we're all from time to time losers. We're all from time to time successful in some things, but not at all successful in some other things. So it's a myth that we create that some people are always successful and other people are not at all. That is a lie. It is a myth and it's not true. When I read the works of past novelists, poets, artists, you know, people I respect, love dearly, each and every one of them were so complicated. They were successful in some areas of their lives, maybe they were great writers, but not necessarily great husbands or not necessarily great fathers. Or for instance, there are authors who have been um, rejected, you know, who have been receiving rejection letters again and again so many times. That doesn't mean they're losers. I think at the end of the day, it's uh, literature and the history of literature that helps me to understand this issue better. Because when I look at the authors, poets, artists, whose works I admire, I follow, I've been reading for so many years, when you look more closely at their lives, you realize that each and every one of them are actually quite complex. Like we are complex. Every human being is very complicated and multi-layered which means maybe some of these authors were great writers or great poets, 
but at the same time, they failed as husbands or they failed as fathers. They were not great or successful, whatever that means, in other areas of life. For instance, when we look at the life of Tolstoy, in many ways, his relationship with his own wife is so complicated, his own kids. Or, for instance, when we look at um, the life, the journeys of Muriel Spark, the Scottish writer, novelist, essayist, or the British novelist Doris Lessing, whose work I like very much, we realize that their relationship with their own family members um, was complicated. And it happens, and it's very human. So what I'm trying to say is that when you focus on the actual lives of people, you realize there's no such thing as being successful all the time or, or achieving all the time. Again, there are many authors who have experienced again and again what it feels like to be rejected by publishers and editors and agents. They have received so many rejection letters. That doesn't mean they're losers. That doesn't mean the work they have produced has no value. Who decides at the end of the day what exactly success means? Which brings me to my next point, because unfortunately in the consumption culture that we're um, living, experiencing, unfortunately, success is oftentimes measured uh, depending on how much money you earn. You know, what is your title? What is your status? Is this how we're going to talk about success? Or is it something actually much more um, intangible, something much more difficult to, to measure that contentment that one has deep inside? So these are questions that we need to take a look at closely. But my point is, I think it is incredibly harmful, especially for young people, to keep using the term loser again and again on materialistic terms, Again and again, using it in dualistic terms, as if there are two groups of people, losers and non-losers, and also to use it as if it were a destiny, to use it as if it were an identity, a label that once it's stuck on you, you can never get rid of. I think we need to challenge that, and we need to accept that we're all losers sometimes, and yes, sometimes we also achieve things, and these two things actually always in life go hand in hand.